Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. On this week's Dear Viv, what to do when one of your co-workers uses their parenting as an excuse? Dear Viv, I'm new to your podcast and trying to catch up, so apologies if you've already covered my problem. I work as a trainee in a professional firm, read long hours and lots of unpaid overtime, where there's a good mix of young graduates starting out and older trainees switching career path. Of course, this means that some of my colleagues are parents and have their own commitments. Management has been sympathetic to arrangements such as working from 8 until 4.30 rather than 9 until 5.30, working from home when the child is sick, etc., However, there is one mum who takes advantage of this and it has alienated our peers. She often sneaks out during the day to go home and work from home but doesn't seem to get much done. I'm not her direct supervisor so I don't know the ins and outs but it has created a lot of resentment amongst us non-parents who inevitably pick up the slack. Do you have any advice in this scenario? Thanks. Dear disgruntled colleague of parents, hello and welcome to Dear Viv. Please don't apologise for being new. We like new people at Dear Viv and fresh ears are always welcome. And no, amazingly, we have never covered this issue, which is frankly astounding as it's such a perennially difficult problem at work. So I'm really glad you've written in with this as I think a lot of people will have had this issue come up for them no matter which side of the problem they're on. First, let me pin my colours to the mast so you know where I stand personally on this. I have three children aged 7, 11 and 14. So obviously I am going to sympathise at least a bit with the parents to some extent. However, I'm also a freelance person who has not worked in an office for 17 years because if she did work in an office, she would machete her colleagues regardless of whether they had children or not. 
When I left office life, I didn't have children. And at that time, I worked with a lot of new parents and I experienced the feelings that you're going through now. So I have seen this from both sides and I think I have a fairly balanced view on this. My first reaction is that some people are assholes, regardless of whether they're parents or not. Maybe becoming a parent made them a worse asshole. Maybe it just gave them an excuse for their asshole behaviour. Either way, being a parent could be incidental. What I'm saying is, don't necessarily blame the fact that they're a parent. Yes, that has enabled their behaviour and given them certain opportunities. But if they didn't have that opportunity, they would probably find another one. That said, I know it's irritating for people in work situations where it seems that some people are being given the benefit of the doubt whilst you are working long hours under high pressure. It's especially irritating when these people seem to be taking the piss. However, instead of getting angry about this, I would be tempted to use it as a wake-up call. All your working life, you are going to be faced by people who are annoying and who get given more than you, whether it's time, money, credit, praise, favours, promotions. Frequently in working life, we're confronted by injustice, frustration and annoyance. The sooner you can find a way of dealing with these things without getting too derailed and without it dominating your waking life, the better. As you say, you're not this person's supervisor, so there isn't much that you can practically do. I'm sure there might be situations similar to this where it could get so bad that someone decides to take on a whistleblower role. You can think of that as noble or you can think of it as grassing up your colleagues. That's subjective. But the issue here does not sound that serious just yet. I think if someone's behaviour is affecting the entire team's performance that becomes a moment when someone has to say something. But in most workplaces, someone senior will already have realised what's going on. It actually becomes more serious and more annoying if the person's behaviour is disruptive and destructive and senior management know, but don't do anything about it. Then you really do have a problem on your hands. So in a way, what I'm saying with all this is live and let live and count your blessings. It's not worse. The problem you're dealing with is one all of us face throughout our working lives. We all have to work with people who are annoying and with people who take the piss. I know it's tempting, but please don't tar all parents with the same brush. We are not all slackers who are trying to offload the work onto everyone else. Well, not all the time anyway. The other thing to bear in mind is that there may be many details about this woman's life that she keeps private and that no one knows about or will ever know about. Maybe she doesn't have a partner. Maybe her partner makes her life difficult. Maybe she has a child with a long-term illness. There could be all sorts of mitigating circumstances for her behaviour, which are none of anybody's business. Try and imagine how you might feel if she were a friend of yours going through a tough time. That said... I acknowledge that she may also be an asshole, so I do feel your pain. I'm just trying to point out that we often know so little about other people's lives. If we knew the whole story, we might not feel that we are the ones who are hard done by. 
Finally, an annoying preachy bit. I too felt the way you feel when I was in my mid-twenties and had no children. I stayed late when parents went home early. I never had a half day while they swanned off to sports day or yet another parent-teacher meeting. I ate lunch at my desk while they took three-hour lunches or had dentist appointments. Then I had my own kids and I realised it was incredibly surprising that these people had not taken the piss a whole lot more than they did and that they'd even managed to hold down a job at all. So a good thing to think about instead is what your reaction to this person's behaviour says about your own boundaries. Never mind how they're running their life. How are you running yours? The truth is, when I was sitting at my desk with a sandwich every day, I actually could have gone out for a three-hour lunch every now and then. I just never had the guts to do it and face the consequences. I kind of enjoyed secretly working late because it meant I could go straight out with friends afterwards. And I kind of enjoyed the feeling of being a bit of a martyr because at the time I was insecure and new in my job and it made me feel as if I was competent and no one could tell me that I wasn't doing a good job if I was working all these long hours. So be kind to these people, even if they are assholes, and give them the benefit of the doubt. But be kind to yourself too and set yourself some boundaries, even if your employers don't seem to have any. Yes, I'm sure there's a long hours culture and I'm sure there's pressure. But where are the weak points? Where can you find half an hour to yourself? Where can you find a way to work smarter, not harder? These are the ways to maintain your sanity. And if you ever do have kids yourself, they will stand you in really good stead for holding on to a job. And if you don't, well, they will have taught you how to hold on to a part of yourself. Good luck and keep listening. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. And sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.